back to another episode of That's My Personal Business. How are you? How is your February going? Can you actually (laughs) believe it is the second month of 2022? I'm sorry. Absolutely not. Not real. I cannot believe it in any shape or form. Literally have no concept of time, as I've said a million times on this podcast. But like, what? The living hell. I don't, I don't get it. The one thing that is making up for the fact that time is moving so quickly is the fact that it is now two, 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 two. And by that, I mean that Calling All Brands launched last week on two, 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 two. But it's still, you know, February of 2022. So we love a good angel number. We love right place, right time. That is what we are bringing into February as the theme right place, right time. So I'm excited about the little angel number month that is February. Um, But I'm excited for this month. I am recording this on the last day of January and I am just feeling so excited for February and everything that is going to bring. We have some crazy fun projects in the works that I am just like giddy about. Ah! Oh my gosh, you guys, you are going to like you guys are going to freak. Something is launching next month. That is so insane. But this month, it is Calling All Brands Month. And I'm so excited because we have not opened this course since it last opened last year when we first launched it. And this course is so near and dear to my heart because you know, you guys know, I'm obsessed with branding. That and like launches are like launching plans are like my favorite thing of all time. I love branding. It is what has made me the most money in my business as well as brought me the most happiness. So I'm so excited that court the doors are finally open for calling all brands again. The doors close on the 12th, so it is not open for a very long time. We keep this course pretty limited because it is one of the, it not one of, it is the only online course that we have that does come with actual personalized feedback and coaching. So on top of the actual online course that you have lifetime access to, you get access to an exclusive Facebook group where every other month we do live brand reviews. Those calls are anywhere from an hour to two hours. So you get to come in and bring all the progress and like work that you've done in the course and actually get it reviewed by me and other people in the course. So it's one of my favorite things about calling all brands is that I really want to make sure that you have the support in order to build this personalized brand. So it's really fun. I'm going to share you guys, share with you guys a few of the success stories that we had from last time. We had one girl send in a message and she just said, because we we added an extra long payment plan for everyone. And she said, I saw your stories about the money being an issue for people. And I just wanted to share that I was not knowing if I could really afford to invest into this. And I did. And I'm already seeing results come back beyond my wildest dreams. This was like a week after she bought it. The clarity that it brings is so worth the investment alone. And I wanted to share this because if people need any advice, this really pays itself back so much. I was in that spot where money was tight and I just took a leap of faith and it's already paid off so much already. Um, Another one of our students said, Eden, I caved and I invested in calling all brands because I knew I needed something like this. I'm only at like 10 modules because it's a 30 module over 30 module course, you know, something and it is brilliant. It feels like a deep therapy session and then I emerged with a better understanding of who I am and how I want to serve my clients. I just like, wow, I cannot wait to keep learning and I just wanted to thank you for putting this out into the world. Ugh, you guys reading these things bring me so much joy when you guys dive into the courses. And we had another student who literally had her first 20K month after doing Calling All Brands. 20K. 
I used to earn 30k a year at my corporate job and she had a 20k month after implementing calling all brands so if this is a course that you guys have been eyeing again doors are only open for a little bit so you can we will link everything for you in description it is a over 30 module course there is so much in it and then of course the live training so I hope to see you guys in there it is my favorite favorite thing so super excited about that this month that we get to also just focus on branding and free content and free trainings for you guys as well on that subject because I love it and it has brought me so much joy so that is something really fun in February as well as like I said working on some exciting new projects that I'm really pumped about one of my friends here in New York and I are actually working on a personal project too we will be launching a dating podcast on Valentine's Day fingers crossed if we can get everything approved um which I'm really excited about that is like one of the things that I'm really focusing on this year is like doing things that just sound and feel really fun I feel like I've really kind of limited myself in my life by just focusing so strictly on my business and like what to do next in that realm without considering that there are other realms that I can venture into so I have a lot of really exciting like plans to implement this year and like if profit comes from them great but also like if not I want to do them just for fun like that's kind of even been the approach with TikTok and we had one of my like TikToks go viral with my apartment in it and I earned almost $400 off my Amazon storefront last month because of that one video and then we got like spot we literally had a dog food company reach out about creating a TikTok from that and we got like paid a couple hundred dollars to just like make one TikTok for this food company and it's like I was making that content literally just for fun and it still brought in like $600 so I don't know it's just money comes when it matches energy and literally I just want to have fun and have like really happy energy put into my life and my business and so that's kind of one of the main things that we're focusing on right now it's just like trying new things so I'm super excited about that if you guys are not jarred by inappropriate jokes and knowing things about my dating life the podcast is called New York is for the girls and I want you to separate Eden Strader photography and Eden Strader education from the person that you are going to hear on that podcast if you are incapable of doing that please do not listen if you're related to me please do not listen it it's probably gonna be kind of inappropriate (laughs) um but I'm super excited about that so we're gonna be starting that up soon and reclaiming New York City for the girls and we're pumped so that's been a really fun project lately as well so Anyway, that's kind of the update here, you guys. That's kind of what's been going on in the business, in real life. We're also really working on, I'm just I'm just giving you guys an update. It feels like we're catching up over coffee. Um, but one of the things I'm working on really hard right now is that I want to get like essentially like five to six months planned out and almost like as automated as possible because I want to travel and I want to have a lot of free time to create new things like you guys know if you've been listening to the podcast for a while I downloaded and like created calling all brands when I took the month off in Hawaii with my sister and I firmly believe that's because I took time to just be still and unplug from work and so I really want to make sure that I do that because one I'm able to download things and create things for work but also just to like have a human life again for a bit so I'm really excited about that I really want us to get like these automations down as much as possible so that I can you know spend the summer doing fun things and having a life again and on top of that those structures and systems that we're putting into place we have started coaching with a new we've been doing kind of like the guinea pig tests on some other creatives but we will be launching a new coaching offer soon which I'm super excited about and it will be 
available for like any type of coaching but the people we've done so far it's been like helping them with their like year-long to-do lists and launch plans which has been really fun and is something I'm just obsessed with lately so anyway feeling really good life is just feeling really happy lately which has been really beautiful and I'm really grateful for it and so just feeling really ecstatic that like life and possibilities feel really limitless right now and that's exciting so I'm excited I hope you guys feel the same I hope you know that anything you want to do is at your disposal and you can do it if you want and so I hope you make the decision to do so so anyway that was the longest intro of all time probably on that's my personal business history yikes hello um but today I'm really nervous for this podcast episode you guys Maybe that's why I just had the longest intro of all time, but I'm nervous about this one. Um, I really like this space to be like a very honest one, and sometimes we have hard conversations, but this one is really hard um, because today we are talking about healing me and healing my business and pulling back kind of the curtain on like the way that having trauma and unhealed parts of me and like being in a really bad spot created really big problems in my business like I want to be really transparent about like what not taking care of yourself can manifest in your business because I know I tell you guys all the time and it's literally the theme of this podcast that our personal lives and our businesses are so intertwined um but I've been doing a lot of thinking and a lot of reflecting lately on my business in the first couple years and like some of the decisions I made that I can now trace back to like very it's very clear that I made those decisions out of being in a state of like trauma, like being in a state where I wasn't okay. And so that's why I want to like have these conversations because sometimes, you know, when we're not doing well, we won't make good decisions. And so that implies in our business as well. If we're not doing well, we're going to make bad decisions in our personal life and in our business. And so that's why I preached to you guys over and over and over again that not only for your own personal love, safety, growth, and healing should you try to heal, but you also should for the sake of your business because you're going to make really bad decisions. Um, And so it's going to be kind of a vulnerable conversation and the fact that like I've actually never talked about these things in a public way ever. Um, And we will be discussing relationships that I had in the industry with fellow creatives as well as other business owners. And I want to be very, very, very clear that no part of this is going to be gossipy at all. And on the off chance that you have been around here for a while and you think you have an idea of who or what company I'm talking about, I'm going to ask that you just let that go because I don't want to share any of this with the intent of there being negative energy towards those people or entities, but instead like an example of like, what I did in those situations and you know like how those those experiences unfolded like it has nothing to do with them it also was a really long time ago I don't know if those people are the same I don't know if those businesses are the same I don't know any of that so on the off chance you have an inkling of who or what I'm talking about I'm gonna ask that you just don't worry about it and you just let it slide and instead take the lessons um rather than thinking about who they could be if that makes sense so I think what's really important is that we realize that we can make mistakes (laughs) and that's okay. And when we are in a state of trauma or we're feeling unhealed or we're having things that we're going through, it can create really unsustainable business practices. And I've already talked to you guys a lot about how like in the beginning of my business, I really overworked myself. I had no boundaries, whatever. Um, Those things I've I've talked about pretty openly, right? Like I was in a terrible situation. Um, I wasn't doing well. I wasn't being treated well. And so work was kind of my escape. 
Um, but on top of that, and I may have touched on this a little, work was like the one thing I could control. And it's funny because I've, I've, I have a lot of friends now that I originally met through the industry like five or six years ago. And even they have been like, it's so nuts because I knew you for like four years and you were so type A and you were so private and you were so controlled and I literally didn't get to know you at all. And now you're like an entirely different person. Like Abby Abby met me through the industry and she didn't learn a single thing about me for like years because I was so closed off and I was so private and like I had no control over anything that was happening in my personal life. And so that started to leak into my business where I was just super closed off because I didn't want to get hurt. But on top of that, like I just wanted this sense of control because I had no control in any other place. And that kind of manifested itself in a few ways, which is what I'm going to talk about today. I'm going to talk you guys through a few different stories because I think that they are helpful for anyone that might be in a similar situation or might be projecting their own things in a similar way. And so I hope you find them helpful in some way shape or form but the first one is that there was a company in the wedding industry local to utah and we'll call them frank's wedding shop i don't know i'm literally just trying to make this as general as possible because it doesn't matter who it is but frank's wedding shop is like a really big name in utah and um we would tag them all the time when we worked with them on weddings and same with like every other creative in the industry like they were a really big name in utah and back in like 2017 it came to um we realized that they were using ours as well as dozens of other photographers photos on pinterest um, without any credit for marketing and they were getting like millions of views and so it was one of those really shitty things you know where you're like oh my gosh someone is literally profiting off my work and they didn't care at all and this is something that like i used to have a lot of ego about too like when people would copy my shoots or people would use my photos or people would whatever and it literally like makes me kind of sick to my stomach how i would respond but again i had such a lack of control in my personal life that in my business I was really really rash this happened a few times and I'm like so embarrassed by how many times this happened where if someone was profiting off my images or copying me um like you have every right to be bugged right and be upset but I would approach them so poorly like I would approach them in such a like I need to be right I need to be in control of this because again it was just such a projection of how out of control I felt in my own life and how I was constantly being told I was stupid and dumb and like you know useless in my personal life and so I wanted to almost like prove again not intentionally I only have like these thoughts now that I can look back on it in hindsight but I think I've just felt so powerless personally that since I could kind of take the power back in my business I did and I did it in a really egotistical and rash way where I immediately reached out to Frank's Bridal Shop and I did this with other creatives as well if I knew that they were um, using my images and I would just like send them an invoice and like a super angry like email and I know I reached out to like Frank's like wedding shop and was basically like hi this is how much this is going to cost you this is illegal like I just didn't really approach it in the right way I approached it really really rashly um and I will say this about Frank's Frank's wedding shop I don't love them still I don't really like the way that they do business but of course they responded honestly in a pretty rude way where they were just like yeah absolutely not no um and I was like 
okay, then I'm going to take legal action. I ended up paying all this money for a lawyer and being like, you need to pay us for the copyright because you used it for this, this, and this. And they wouldn't do it, which I still kind of find shocking. But they basically were like, no, we refuse. Like, we're not going to do it. So unless you want to take us to court. No. Um, and I did not have the money to take them to court, so I didn't. And I just lost all that money. I'd paid the lawyer and I completely burned that bridge with them. And that's okay. We probably wouldn't have worked together anyway, but it is super shitty to look back on and be like, okay, I was like a very egotistical <laughs> wedding photographer that just felt like so jaded and like personally just Eden Strader, not Eden Strader photography. I felt so powerless and out of control that I just projected that so hard. Whereas I could have just sent them an email and be like, hey, I noticed this is going on. Um, I actually own the copyright to these images. They don't come with like a commercial release. So I would love to have a conversation about like what we can do about this. Like I would love to work with you on this. I loved working with, you know, so and so who hired you, whatever. But instead, I just handled it really, really rashly. And so I've noticed that that's that was kind of a way that I I don't know I, I showed up like that a lot in my business in the beginning and during those years in a way that makes me really sad because I know I did it even to vendors that I was kind of close with like I noticed that they were using images and I just would send them an invoice and be like hey that was not cool here's an invoice like and that that that's not how to go about your business <laughs> that's definitely not how to build healthy and beautiful client or vendor relationships and so looking back on it I'm like had I had been in a better situation had I been more healed right because like maybe it's just a timing thing and like now when stuff like that happens I handle it a lot more calmly and a lot less egotistically but like had that have not been happening I maybe could have kept those vendor relationships and that's why it's so important that we take a look at what's going on in our personal life and how that could be impacting our business, right? Like, how are we showing up in ways that maybe are, you know, a sign of how our personal life is behaving? And the second is that I made a friend in the industry um, and we became friends through the industry. And this one's a really hard one for me. <laughs> this is the story that I've been dreading the most, which again, I really hope that on the off chance you have an inkling who this is, I really ask that you just like do not think twice about it. You just leave it be because that's not the importance of this. Um, but again, I was in a horrible situation and the situation that I was in was, let me think of how I want to say this. It was kind of preventing me from having relationships outside of that one not good relationship. So I didn't have a lot of friends at the time. Um, I was like moving farther and further away from my loved ones. So I didn't have like a lot of people I could rely on. I was really, really closed off. Um, and I made this friend through the industry. I didn't have a lot of friends at the time. And we became really close really fast, um, bonding over photography. And it just started to get kind of sticky. Um, and there were a lot of red flags that I kind of looked past because, again, I was really sad and really lonely and, like, didn't have a lot of friends and was really going through it. And so there was a lot of things, like, I felt like I was, there were a lot of quote unquote rules that were kind of getting broken in context to us being friends and also working together really often, um, they were like second shooting for me a ton, but then like not crediting me and using it in their portfolio. And I would be like, hey, I need you to like not do that because you second shot those like you can't use them as your own work. You can still use them, but please make sure that like you're crediting as like a second since I posed it. I put up the lighting, whatever. Um, and I just noticed that it was starting to get kind of sticky and 
had I been in a healthier place, right, like when I work with people now, I'll immediately have them sign a contract so that I can protect both myself and them, right? Like, or I'm better at being like, hey, I actually don't like love how this is going. Could we like revisit this? Like, could we talk about this? Um, If I'm hanging out with friends and they like start pushing me for like education on photography, I feel a bit more comfortable being like, yeah, um, can we like separate that from our friendship and like do that in a different way? Um, Or for example, even Abby, like Abby is my best friend. We were roommates and she hired me for Becoming last year. And I even had some people that were like, oh, were you doing that for free? No, Abby paid me full price. We had a firm contract in place, just like every other Becoming student. And we had a rule because we were roommates that like we couldn't ever talk about coaching in the house. Like we had to go get coffee or we had to get out of our house because we didn't want anything with the coaching to ever impact our friendship. Um, And I kind of did it the opposite way with this friend where like the photography and the industry was such a core part of our friendship and it just started to get really really sticky um and this is part of my life that I don't remember too well um for my PTSD I'm I'm still missing like two whole years so I don't I don't really remember the fallout of our friendship in too much detail, but I do remember that later on I had them sign a contract because I was like, hey, I'm just a little like uncomfy with how this is going. And like maybe we sign a contract as we like move forward with the jobs we have booked just so that we're like on the same page. Um, And they like kept using them. And then they hired one of my friends to go second shoot for them. And I don't know if they realized that that person was my friend, but when that person came back from the trip they took me out to lunch and were like hey just so you know so and so came to me and basically just like bad mouthed you for hours um and I was really upset because a lot like half of the things that had been said were like not true they had like made up some stories but they uh, but then they had also said stories that were true um and so I was like okay like they obviously had this conversation otherwise she wouldn't know the true things um and so I ended up reaching out to the friend and just being like hey I feel like this has gotten a little out of hand um I think maybe we'd be better off not being friends and it just got really really messy and I take full responsibility for the fact that like I kind of let that dynamic grow and I'm sure I made mistakes that I honestly probably I don't even remember at this point it was so long ago but I was so desperate to like have someone in my corner that I was kind of willing to let a lot of my boundaries be crossed in the beginning of that friendship and I'm sure honestly I handled the conflict of that in a way that could have been done better um and still to this day despite it being five or six years ago that person still talks about me (laughs) in a way that I just I don't I can't really wrap my brain around but um it's been like this really weird ongoing thing where I haven't talked to them in like years but they still hold like a lot of spite too for what happened and even though I wish them like the best it's one of those things where I look back on and I'm like, had I had not done, like, had I had not been in a place where I was so not okay, like, I don't think I would have even become friends with that person. I don't think that situation would have ever transpired. And it's something that still unfortunately impacts me today. I still have people come to me, like, telling me that they're talking about me or they're doing this about me or they're sharing this about me, which is again like half like even my close friends don't really even know who this person is because it's not really important to me to like badmouth them but it's one of those things where I look back on and I'm like why (laughs) what that truly only happened because of the mental state I'm in and that still has personal and business repercussions to to this day and 
there's these tangible ways, you guys, that like our mental and emotional state that we are in personally really does impact our business. Because at the time, I didn't think any of these things were issues. None of them. Like, I mean, I, I knew there were issues, right? Like they were conflicts. But like the way that I was handling things, I didn't think was an issue. Or like the boundaries I was getting letting get crossed, I didn't think were an issue. Every decision I made, I thought I was making the right one. And now that I have hindsight on my side, now that I'm 26 and, you know, not egotistical, now that I'm in a safe situation, now that I'm a lot more healed, I'm able to look back and be like, no, <laughs> I could have made so many better decisions than the ones that I made. And so that's why it is so important that we do the work and we look at ourselves and we heal ourselves so that we can heal our businesses. Like had Abby asked me to coach her five years ago, I don't know if we would have had the rules in place that we had when she hired me for coaching last year. And like, who knows, that could have impacted our friendship. That could have impacted the fact that we were roommates, right? Like it's so important that we know we know our boundaries, we know how to make good decisions, we know how to do those things from a sound state of mind because if we're not in a sound state of mind, that's going to impact the decisions we make in our business. And I can see that too in even jobs that I took on, right? Like I completely overbooked myself because I desperately needed the money in order to provide for my life and for my ex-partner and I took on jobs with couples that I absolutely shouldn't have that caused me so much grief and stress and I would have never taken those clients on now but I was acting from a state of honestly just like sheer desperation and my you know my communication probably wasn't perfect because I wasn't in a great state of mind and I was overbooked and all of these things and the moral of this podcast episode isn't to tell you all these like sad stories or to be like, yeah, I'm a dumb dumb and I made all these mistakes. Like I did make a lot of mistakes. I 100% did. Every single one of those situations I contributed to in a negative way. Like I have responsibility in every single one of those situations. But to look back on them now that I'm years out it's been really helpful to be like, okay, like one, I forgive those versions of me. Like I did my best at the time. I didn't make the right decisions, but I forgive her. But two, like I made those decisions because I wasn't okay. And so now when I make decisions in my business too, right, or I'm being hasty or maybe I'm, you know, not handling something in the most perfect way, I can kind of take a step back and be like, okay, why are we doing this? Or if I'm not personally doing very well, I can be like, okay, are we making any decisions in the business based on that? Like, am I maybe impacting my business right now because of my personal state of mind? And so I really prompt you to do some introspection on what is currently going on in your personal life. What is impacting you? What is taking up space in your brain, in your heart? What is maybe causing you to react in certain ways? And then really think, okay, are any of these emotions, are any of these things showing up in my business? Are they showing up in my work? Are they showing up how I interact with people, both vendors and my clients? Are they showing up in the way that I make business decisions or take on clients, right? Because all of those things are going to be impacted on our personal state of mind and also just our personal life in general. Like if you're not doing well, 
neither is the business. And so it's so integral that you start to heal those parts of yourself and you think about how you can grow and you think about what you can change and you think about what you can heal and love because each of those things will then be brought into your business. And so if you're able to give yourself grace, give others grace, your business will do the same for you. You'll make smarter decisions. You'll make intentional ones. You'll make ones that don't impact people or you negatively. And you'll be able to make the quote unquote right decisions that are actually right. They're not just right because you're in an unstable or not okay state of mind. And so that's why I really wanted to share these stories is because like I hate I hate those stories. <laughs> like I look back on them and I'm like shit. I really wish I hadn't done those things. Honestly, those are regrets I have in my business. Like I really I'm in embarrassed to tell these stories that's why I never tell them and like it's really embarrassing that I made such poor decisions in the beginning of my business but I can look back now and be like okay well I was young and I was not okay and like I've grown from that I would never do it again but it's important that we look at those and we take the lessons from them so that we can prevent doing it in the future and so I hope that something out of here can kind of help you take a step back and see where maybe you're projecting a little bit in your business and come up with an idea or game plan or whatever is to not do that, (laughs) to not project your personal life into your business and to make healthier, better decisions for yourself and for your work. All right, you guys, I love you. I mean it. I know this was a more intense episode than normal, but if you guys love the podcast, you like this episode, please share it with a friend, share on your stories, leave us a review. It means the absolute world. We have some incredibly exciting podcast episodes coming up with the most amazing guests. Mark your calendars for 3-3 for the most exciting drop ever ever, maybe, literally ever. And if you have been thinking about building a personalized brand, do not forget that Calling All Brands is open and it closes on the 12th. So I will see you guys soon. I love you. I mean it. See you next time.